0: Now, over 150 human rights groups uh, have sent a uh, letter to the President of the United States, President Biden, urging him to shut down Guantanamo Bay on its ominous 21st anniversary. Uh, This includes a number of groups such as the Center for uh, Constitutional Rights, Center for the Victims of Torture, Close Guantanamo Witness Against Torture, and uh, they sent a letter to Biden urging him to finally bring an end to the monstrous injustice of the prison by closing it once and for all Uh, part of this letter which i can uh, share with you uh, this evening talks about how uh, among a broad range of human rights violations perpetrated against predominantly muslim communities over the last two decades the guantanamo bay detention facility is the iconic example of the abandonment of the rule of law. It was designed specifically to evade, evade legal constraints and the Bush administration officials incubated torture there and nearly 800 Muslim men and boys were held at Guantanamo Bay after 2002, all but a handful without charge and trial and 35 remain there today at the cost of $540 per year, making Guantanamo Bay the most expensive detention facility in the world. And very importantly in this letter, it says, this is not a problem of the past. Guantanamo Bay continues to cause escalating and profound damage to the aging and increasingly ill men still detained indefinitely there, most without charge, and not having received a fair trial. Uh, Let's hone in on some of those ideas. Uh, and the continuing plight of Guantanamo Bay and also activism uh, again the its closure uh, not in the United States but in the United Kingdom which has uh, been very much complicit the government of the United Kingdom in the crimes that have occurred in Guantanamo Bay uh, rendition, torture and so forth Uh, welcome this evening uh, Sheikh Suleiman Ghani who's uh, been part of some of uh, the closed Guantanamo activities on this occasion of the Stronger 21st anniversary, Sheikh. uh, Well, great pleasure speaking to you once again. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu and welcome.
1: Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu and to Takala to Hafiz Ibrahim and Musa to having me on your program.
0: Shukran, uh, Sheikh. So, saw some pictures uh, of the Uh, action that took place and it's been taking place consistently just as people have been doing it in the United States outside the White House uh, in the United Kingdom happening outside uh, 10 Downing Street uh, give us an idea of what had occurred there on the 11th of January
1: yes indeed and as uh, uh, it was only on uh, in fact Uh, yesterday, Saturday, 13th of January. Obviously, 11th of January marked the 21 years of the opening of this detention facility of the U.S. military base there in Guantanamo Bay. But uh, our campaign here in the U.K. is uh, for those, especially our Guantanamo justice campaign, prepared a a letter to be hand-delivered to Downing Street, 10 Downing Street, and I was invited to be part of the delegation given that we were, you know, for many years campaigned actively for the release of the last London resident, uh, Shakir Amir. So from Save Shakir Amir campaign, uh, obviously after his release, we have now the Guantanamo Justice campaign, whose main goal and aim is for the shutdown of Guantanamo. So that is the main reason why we had a rally at the Trafalgar Square and from there afterwards, the uh, delegation went to deliver the letter to 10 Downing Street, asking our uh, new Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, to make that uh, call to its ally and uh, President Biden, asking him to uh, work towards the closure of Guantanamo, given that these remaining 35 detainees And from the 35 detainees that are remaining there, 20 of whom have been approved for release. Now, that is what the, I mean, this is what is really uh, shocking, that how is it then when there is no charge and no trial and they are still incarcerated in Guantanamo. So those who have already been approved for release, why are they still there in Guantanamo? So this delay and this political, you know, all these issues that is causing unnecessary delay uh, for, sadly, the only last remaining uh, 35 detainees there held in Guantanamo. And this is what he's saying. Well, let's hope this could be the last time that we gather there in Trafalgar Square and calling for the shutdown of Guantanamo. Uh, so this campaign is continuing. Uh, that's what the main objective behind go uh, visiting Downing Street on uh, Saturday, 13th of January.
0: Uh, Sheik, the, the, the kind of response uh, in the political establishment, number one, and the uh, response from, from the media, uh, given that many people don't see this to be a priority, unfortunately, perhaps uh, even in the Muslim community, it's not such a high-profile issue issue anymore, does this get... Uh, these kind of actions, which are absolutely valuable and important, uh, but does it get any kind of traction and coverage for it to make uh, the desired impact and ripples to be able to show the urgency of the call?
1: Yeah, I mean, given that you know, uh, right now we hardly we did not, I did not even see any coverage of our rally, and uh, that is why it is not uh, really there's no really concern or uh, shown towards uh, this important campaign campaigning for justice. And uh, yes, this was only in the UK, especially given that none of those who are inmates uh, were detained there in the. Notorious camp in Guantanamo are uh, from the UK. And that is why it seems like the government, they are not showing any interest because if they are detainees there, they should be released and sent back home to their respective countries. But what we have found uh, that, you know, there are those whom probably maybe it is shared on the social media, but in the mainstream media, we don't see the coverage. We have uh, an organization Uh, here in the UK, CAGE, which is actively working to create great awareness and in many a times interviewing those detainees that have been released. So this is really an effort that needs to be made at grassroots level. This is an effort which we are calling the Masajid and the AIMA even to dedicate a khutbah on this uh, important issue for calling for the shutdown of Guantanamo. Uh, But in the mainstream media, there is not much coverage generally uh, probably because there is no inmates, I mean, none of them are from uh, the UK, like how we had in, uh, over seven years ago when Shakir I Amin, mean, he was the last resident of the UK, uh, and he was released almost after 14 years.
0: We talk about Guantanamo Bay as an international uh, miscarriage of justice, obviously the blame would squarely fall, uh, the bulk of the blame on the United States, but there are uh, Muslim countries... Uh, who have been complicit in this, uh, and uh, the United Kingdom, which was uh, you know, very much part of the, uh, the, the initial thrust of the so-called war on terror. If, if you were to uh, make specific demands to the United Kingdom government and point the finger for specific areas of complicity, what would those be?
1: I mean, it is just the likes of those inmates, like, you know, Muazzam Beg, as he has uh, a very personal eyewitness and account, and given that he was uh, a few years there in Guantanamo, so there are those inmates that were there, and those that, like uh, Shakir Amir, and those that spent their time in Guantanamo, I think it's really important for them, and they have already done it, and it has already been uh, shared, and it's already been, after their interviews, they have openly uh, pointed out clearly, you know, the CIA and the MISAC and all the complicit the UK government in the people in the rendition and also the torture and the different types of uh, techniques that were used on these innocent inmates and prisoners. And sadly, this is the reality. So we have to uh, address this issue as a campaign for justice, because this is what we want the President Biden to leave, you know, a legacy where he can set the record straight because america uh, i mean the detention center uh, which already has been clearly well and notorious for uh, you know trying to be in a land in a location in a place away from the united states and hence are you out of the uh, constitution of a u.s government and this is the sad reality So uh, we are calling for people worldwide to come together and work and strive for the complete shutdown of Guantanamo. That should be the real goal. Firstly, immediate release, calling for those uh, last uh, 20 that have been approved for the release, and uh, the campaign should continue. That is, how is it that when you had, when it opened up in 2002, uh, you know, uh, it started off with uh, the 20 that were uh, captives that were already imprisoned there in Guantanamo. And over the years, you see the number had reached about 780. And from those 780, if you really think in the, you know, 732 out of 780, you know, they were released. Uh, and we learned that there was no charge or no trial. Uh, and even from those that were in custody, those were there, we learned that over the years, nine that had died. And from those nine, we learned that seven were committed suicide. So this is the sad reality of how is it inmates are still incarcerated in Guantanamo. You remember that 75-year-old uh, 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 from Pakistan, when he was released, uh, you know, these, uh, what's his name, Sam uh, Paracha. And this is an example of many, many inmates. Each one have a story to tell. But our campaign should really, really be for the complete shutdown of Guantanamo. Uh, otherwise, this is really a place, a location, a prison, uh, a military base of, the, of America, uh, which is uh, really notorious for human rights violations. Uh,
0: two final questions for you, Sheikh. The journey to this point in time, uh, obviously, while those men, those 35 men, and on top of it the 20 who have been cleared, uh, remain in Guantanamo Bay, there will uh, always be restlessness. And even if, uh, inshallah, they are freed soon, uh, uh, there has to be, uh, you know, a kind of never-again that this facility would be used in that way, or it would be, uh, uh, you know, basically recycled in a different form in some other part of the world. There has to be a a firm uh, affirmation of that. Uh, But we also do not, you know, look trivially at the hard battles that have been fought and have been worn until this point in time, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward the likes of yourself and all the other campaigners who have been consistent at this. Uh, If you can give us a brief snapshot of uh, the kind of work and the kind of activism, the different campaigns uh, that have been embarked on since 2002, till this point in time, and some of the successes along this way.
1: Yes, indeed. I mean, my involvement with the uh, Guantanamo justice campaign, in fact, it began with the Save Shakir Ahmed campaign, and uh, now we're going back to uh, over probably now a decade. has gone by. Time is passing by so very fast. But it was for the release of the last Londoner in Guantanamo. And at that time, uh, it was one individual. You know, when I was there in Trafalgar Square yesterday, Mm -hmm. we were shown... The photos of those detainees and, you know, when you see a brother from uh, a Kuwait, uh, somebody from Iraq, somebody from Libya, somebody from Mauritania, you have somebody from Pakistan. You know, when you see all these places from different parts of the world and when you think about those 24 that were shown, they are cleared for release, no charge, no trial. And then you are thinking about our campaign was for one individual, Shakira Amir. And at that time, as an imam, I actively participated for his release, where we only had to collect over 100,000 signatures so that it could be debated in Parliament. And that is how we had a cross-party delegation. And even the leader, former leader of the Labour Party, Jeremy Coburn, was part of that delegation that went to the U.S. and uh, to discuss, you know, the negotiate the release of Shakir Amir. So when I even remember uh, meeting the mother of Shakir Amir in Medina, you know, while she was in the hospital. And I still remember her words that, oh, Allah, release. You know, like her son Shakir Amir and all those inmates that are incarcerated in Guantanamo. She made dua for not only for her son, but even for all those that are, have been detained. So what is really amazing about uh, after the release of those detainees and even especially, you know, Muazzam Beg, as he uh, very actively is still really... Interviews the, you know, many of the prison guards who had embraced Islam. He interviews those who have been uh, released after they have been detained. And he's created a lot of awareness. So, CAGE, uh, this organization, obviously the name CAGE because they were thrown into metal cages, but uh, he has been actively uh, being a voice for the voiceless and he has been really campaigning. And our role was as an imam because we uh, were busy actively work towards the and with those many that I've seen, they are still campaigning, you know, the Save Shakir Ahmed campaign. They are non-Muslims. They are people of no faith, and they are only concerned about humanity. So when we meet them, this is what gives us even the motivation and the strength to continue. Uh, when we were told even by many of the Uh, Muslims, uh, that, you know, we are really, there's no point in even campaigning because, you know, (laughs) even for the release of Shagir Ahmed. but we have seen that the end result is in the hands of Almighty Allah Ta'ala. We have to do whatever is in our capacity, whatever is in our, uh, you know, know, power. Whatever we can do, do not belittle any action. So as we address and we are standing there and addressing the non-Muslims, And uh, they really appreciate because we don't know that there is also a turning point in their life that they are witnessing and seeing for themselves that these, one of them, uh, they tell me that, you know, uh, who was released and is in Canada, he said, I treat him like my grandson. You know, they have built a certain connection when uh, those that have been released and they are aware of their background and become like, you know, family to them. So this is what we are saying. Uh, it becomes a means even of da'wah, a means of people connecting, understanding that how it is they still don't have that hatred and grudge and animosity that they're only campaigning for justice. Those that have been released, they only campaign is release the other inmates and prisoners. So this should be our real goal. Never despair from the mercy of Allah. If 780 there were, when they were, you know, in Kassari, were in Guantanamo Bay, And right now only 35 remaining, and from the 35, there are 20 that have been approved for the release. So we should continue the campaign. We need to create awareness. This should not only be a anniversary like 21 years of the opening of Guantanamo. We should do this more frequently, and we need to engage. We need to get politically active. And this is part of the teaching, you know, even from the uh, to secure uh, from the sunnah to secure the release of the prisoners. These are innocent prisoners. When we know about it and how is it, what is important also is to, you know, be uh, uh, aware that when they are released, many a times they don't, uh, the excuse is that if they are sent to their own countries, they know, they may be put back in in the prison or they may be, again, uh, tortured. So this becomes like an excuse and even adds to the delay. And we find that they are sometimes sent to third, uh, uh, different countries in, in different parts of the world where they are also like strangers in a land, and hence uh, we should really work and strive to unite these prisoners with their family. What about those who are from Yemen? Uh, you know, we see their photos, so it is a really sad reality, but our duty as Muslims is to understand that قربة, whoever removes the difficulty of any believer in this world, Allah will remove his difficulty on the day of Yom Al Qiyamah. So when we compare the hardships and the pain and the suffering that people have to endure in this world. We cannot even compare how will the pain and the hardships and suffering be on the day of Yom Al-Qiyamah. So we don't know By us campaigning and working and striving for the release of any inmate, any prisoner, anyone that is innocent, it can be a means of us being a safeguard, you know, uh, gaining salvation in the life of the year after. And that is a beautiful hadith. Allah is in the help of his brother who comes to the help of his uh, and that is what we should look at this important matter. Do not forget about these uh, detainees there in Guantanamo Bay uh, in, in the military base. We have to pray for their release and this as much as we look forward for the blessed month of Ramadan with ibadah and worshipping Almighty Allah Ta'ala. This is also part of our duty and responsibility and role as uh, part of the Ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to work and engage and actively thrive in whatever capacity we can, and especially for our Imma uh, to at least uh, deliver a uh, keep a day, especially on the topic of uh, the prisoners that are incarcerated in many, many other parts of the world. So, right now, we are aware of the names of these prisoners before they only had a number, and we're even aware of the countries that they are from. So, in addition to du'as and prayers. Let's do whatever we can to create more awareness. And inshallah, never despair from the mercy of Allah. It is only a matter of time. It will be shut down, inshallah. Amin.
0: Amin, Sheikh. thank you for that uh, very uh, holistic encapsulation at the end. Uh, encouragement to be able to continue the struggle, the urgency of doing that. And Also, uh, something I wanted to ask you about, but you did touch on it there, uh, the caliber of people who have been released, uh, the great character that they project, uh, absolutely no no hatred, absolutely no vengeance, despite the ordeal that they've gone through uh, and so much to learn from them. And uh, this is uh, a kind of, you uh, know, uh, encapsulates the uh, the type of character of so many of the people who have unjustly been incarcerated in that place, great uh, individuals with great uh, sense of akhlaq and great sense of family life and so many other great values that uh, they project. I uh, thank you so much for uh, highlighting this issue once. Again, and it's our responsibility to bring it up whether it's on, on anniversaries or or not, uh, as the ordeal continues 24/7, as long as those people are incarcerated unjustly behind those bars. Shukran for your time, Sheikh, and Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum, salam wa rahmatullahi wa
1: barakatuh.